Welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome to Deeply Rooted. I'm happy to be here with Martha and um, Esther. And Esther's going to share some thoughts on uh, approaching a new year mm-hmm. as a new start. So love to hear what you have to say, Esther. Well, as we end 2023 and as we approach 2024, often we look back and we think uh, maybe we feel like we had some sad days, some hard days, but maybe there's a lot of joy that we reflect back on in 2023. Um, But today I want to share a fresh perspective uh, so that hopefully we can start 2024 as a brand new opportunity to bring glory to God and to see this new year uh, through a different lens. Um, I know every year I make plans to change. I make plans to change my eating regime, uh, my spending time with the Lord. I plan to be better at my exercise and um, sometimes it just doesn't work out (laughs) within three weeks. It seems that we go back to that more comfortable routine of what we know. And uh, I feel like Romans 7 and 23 uh, is a really good passage that reminds me of why, why that happens. It says, but there's another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. And a lot of times we spend more time on social media than we do in the word and we aren't reminded of who we are in christ and satan just loves to play with our minds it's his playground for sure and so today i hope that some of these passages that we're going to read will just encourage you to really um, be in the word reminded of who you are in christ and why we do serve him uh, so, um, I wear glasses and I know <laughs> all of us do. Um, and I, I find that when we, uh, get a new prescription, a lot of times we start to see things that we didn't see before. <laughs> and so I'm hoping that today, when we look into Colossians three, we'll have a new perspective, um, like we're called to. So Colossians three and two, it says, set your minds on things that are above not on things that are on earth and when we look around us isn't it so easy to become caught up in what's going on around us Um, it can be heavy there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, worldwide things going on but there's also things that are in our families or in our friendships and it's very easy to get our minds set on things on the earth. And we're called here to set our our minds on things above. So what does that look like? What are things above? Um, I, I really feel like Hebrews 11 and 16 is a really good reminder. Uh, if we can just turn to Hebrews 11 and 16, it says, but as it is, they desire a better country. That is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. 
when I realized that heaven's my home, this is not really where we were designed to be forever. God is making a home for his children. And that changes everything. Mm -hmm. That changes my perspective about how temporal and how temporary this trouble is mm -hmm. and that he is making a place for me with him. What a wonderful mm -hmm. reminder. Um, and uh, I'm just going to ask Leanne if you want to share any of your um, experiences with having your perspectives changed to heavenly. Oh, lots. Um, I think of <clears throat> when changing my perspective. Um, actually, Psalm 121 was one of my mom's favorite songs, which when I was younger I thought was weird. But as I've as I've grown in my walk with the Lord, this really helps me change my perspective um, when I lift my eyes to the Lord. And this is, David wrote it when he was in trouble. <clears throat> it says, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? Mm -hmm. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. And there, there's more to that psalm and I encourage everybody to read that one this mm -hmm. year um, he our Lord does not slumber or sleep no and he is our help and sometimes he carries us mm -hmm. and as we look up to him mm -hmm. in scripture um, with godly friends with worship it changes it puts everything into perspective true so true um, and then with that renewed perspective, um, I, I think we can have a renewed purpose. And um, I'm going to look at Colossians 3 and 23 next, um, because I, I think sometimes we can feel like um, we have lost our purpose. Um, our work can feel mundane. Um, the work that we do in our homes, looking after little ones perhaps, or looking after our aging loved ones um, sometimes we feel like there isn't a purpose anymore it's just day after day um, but I feel that this chapter here Roman uh, sorry Colossians 3 23 is a great reminder um, that I need to be working um, as to the Lord so it says in 3 and 23 whatever you do Work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. And when I when I go to work, if I can think of my boss as somebody that the Lord has put in place mm -hmm. so that um, she will be my uh, authority that I need to respect um, and that she has wisdom that I don't have and that I um, am working to as for the Lord rather than just for her mm -hmm. and uh, I think it changes the way that we see just menial tasks is it if we're working for the Lord mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. uh, Leanne you were going oh, yeah. to uh, just remind us of that <laughs> other passage um, in, in also in Colossians um, 3 verse 17 it says and whatever you do in word or deed do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him uh, and in my work situation in the very first school I was in there was a co-worker that I struggled to respect mm 
Uh, I just didn't think his perspective on teaching was valuable. <laughs> and he was in a position of authority, and I was challenged by a fellow believer um, to respect that authority, even if we disagreed. Mm. And because God had placed that person in authority, and that whatever I was to do in word or deed and thought uh, was to do everything in the name of Jesus. And I was like, oh, that changes. And, and I was challenged to pray mm -hmm. for that person. And it did change things. And then mm -hmm. there wasn't that, um, I don't know how to describe the feeling. It was just this angsty kind of terrible tension. Tension, that's the mm -hmm. word. And the tension went away mm -hmm. as I started to pray for the person and, and recognize that I was working for the Lord. That's beautiful. And then if we look at Colossians 4 and 2, this is about um, our posture. Mm -hmm. And we can be, our posture can be watchful. I tend to be a worrier. I tend to, um, if something's going on with my family members, I tend to lose sleep over it. Um, but Colossians 4 and 2 says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So I need to just commit it to God. Mm -hmm. I need mm -hmm. to just let it go and relinquish that control, relinquish that desire to control it, whether it's something that's making my heart ache, whether it's a wayward child, whether it's um, somebody who has been given a new diagnosis, whether it is um, maybe a change that's going to end up impacting my life down the road I need to just give it to God I need to and it says steadfastly that means continuously we need to pray um, just so that God will give us a heart of trust a willingness to have the faith to just let him do the work and he will he will just uh, guide the situation in the way that he already knows mm -hmm. it's going to go um, and it, that's what helps change my perspective too. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? I just read this verse. It's well known, mm. but about what you said about praying instead of worrying. Mm -hmm. Because I think that is looking to God, looking above. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we've all experienced numerous occasions where we're worrying about things and especially hard it's very especially hard when you're worrying about something you have no control over mm -hmm. and we end up in those situations yeah but philippians 4 verse 6 says and this is the new living translation don't worry about anything mm -hmm. instead pray about everything tell god what you need so god invites us to give him that worry mm -hmm. and thank him for all he has done then you will experience God's peace. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, you know, so important. God promises us peace. He doesn't promise that what we ask is going to be done. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all had many answers to prayer that are yes. Sometimes they're no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's wait. Who knows? But we can have God's peace in our mind. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to remember. And it's a good reminder for me, I must say. Because mm -hmm. when I get flustered, I know I'm not looking to the Lord. Right. And I'm just going to leave you with a verse 
in Romans, Romans 15 and 13, hope-filled peace. Mm -hmm. And Romans 15 and 13, um, in the New Living Translation, I thought I had it marked, but I don't here. Romans 15 and 13 says, I pray God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's my prayer for our listeners today. That's my prayer for us here today, is that we will be filled with confident hope. Um, I think it's so important that we do keep our eyes on Jesus um, and that he will lead us and that he will provide mm -hmm. exactly what we need when we need it. Absolutely. Um, and that, Martha, you said he'll prom he promises us peace. And so I just want to encourage our, our listeners and our watchers to um, continue in the word. I think mm -hmm. that is really helpful for keeping our eyes Absolutely. on the Lord um, to have that fresh perspective that he is providing mm -hmm. what we need. So Absolutely. continue in the word, continue to pray, and stay deeply rooted in Christ.